Welcome to the Mediocre Athletes Club, number two. What a day. (laughs) (laughs) What a week we've had. I know. Oh, hopefully. I actually haven't caught up with you on your weekly challenges. I complain to you every single day, so (laughs) you pretty much knew what I went through. Yeah, what? So, to recap, last week, mine was a little scattered when we talked to you guys last week. I'm not in the video, am I? <laughs> Drifting out. <laughs> Drifting out. So we ended by saying, or I ended by saying my challenge was going to be basically just training throughout the week and being more consistent with my runs and climbing or gym workouts. So I was pretty successful, I think. <laughs> Sunday, we'll start at Sunday. Oh, you started Sunday too. Did I start Sunday? I think, yeah, I did. Well, just in the house. So I rode my little bike inside, spinning bike, and did some strength. Monday, nothing. That was my rest day. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I did um, some runs and some strength all day, every day. So that was good. They were, I mean, some days were just like three miles on the treadmill. Yeah. Or, you know, but it was nice to just ha- be consistent with that. And I do think that makes a difference just in all the things, mental health, training, feeling good about yourself. So it was nice. And I didn't feel super stressed because it was just including it. It wasn't trying to get a good time or yeah, any of that jazz. So it felt pretty good. Good. Yeah. How was yours? I, I mean, I know a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. It actually went really well. Um, I started on Sunday with my intervals, and so Sunday was intervals, Tuesday, or Monday was just a long run, I guess, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday, intervals, and then I played hockey for the first time in, well, I guess for the second time since February. <laughs> so Wednesday was a struggle. Instead of getting my longish run in or 5k or whatever I walked for a mile and a half and then I ran out of time so I was like well guess I'm done here but it's better than not doing anything right that's true you still did it I woke up early I actually was drinking coffee on the treadmill (laughs) it was I was really proud that's like going around the block and getting your daily walk yeah yeah same thing somewhat normal and then uh (laughs) went and played hockey again and that night which was a big mistake, but then went to work. <laughs> Brutal. Um, I couldn't run the next morning, but after work, I got home and I did my intervals. So that was Thursday. So I basically did Sunday through Thursday. So I completed my week so I minus that one day where I walked a mile and a half, but I, uh, I count it. Yeah. Because I, mean, I wasn't planning on playing hockey, and that's uh, sprinting as well. So technically, yeah. I got two extra days. <laughs> yeah. I think we did pretty good. I do, too. For our first weekly challenge. Filling you guys in. <laughs> it didn't fail on day one, which is typically where mm-hmm. it goes for me. So, a little bit of accountability. Yeah. Knowing that I was going to have to talk about it, and it was going to be a, a real short if I said I started on Sunday and finished on Sunday. <laughs> I Wednesday is always the hardest for me because Monday is always 
my rest day just because I have a long, a long evening. And oh, yeah. even if I say I'm going to wake up early, I, I don't. And I've just realized that I have to, I have to just plan it at, in the night time because if I try in the morning, I fail. So yeah, you did do yours all pretty much in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I, I was don't pretty know. much all in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I keep trying to be a morning person, but the problem is I'll wake up early and I'll get my workout in, but then I also stay up late. So the next day I have plans to wake up early again and it doesn't happen because I'm exhausted because I didn't get enough sleep. So I've just realized nighttime has to be the time. That's your time. So that's right. So Monday's my rest and then Tuesday I feel good, but then Wednesday it's our you know, heading towards the end of the week for us. And I Wednesday just, is our Thursday. Yeah. It's hard to make yourself want to do something. And then Thursday can be easy, but if you have any plans that afternoon, you're chomping at the bit to do something else. So exercising mm-hmm. isn't the easiest either, but we did it. Yeah. Got done. I'm impressed. Yeah. Which okay. led us into... um Friday. The weekend. Yes. (laughs) What a Friday Uh, we had. The mountains. (laughs) Yeah. It's worth it being stuck inside Mm -hmm. all week for the days that we get like yesterday. Yeah. It was relatively, well, it was beautiful yesterday. I was surprised it wasn't windy. So I woke up. Was it windy? Was it windy? (laughs) (laughs) Memory lapse. Okay, well, it was on a little bit windy, but it wasn't like blowing us off. Well, I guess that's if wind is my least favorite yeah. weather thing. It can be pouring down rain. I also hate the heat yeah. and the cold. But wind of all things. Any extreme. Any extreme, yeah. But yeah. wind, I so if it's a not even ten miles per hour wind for me, not a fan, mm-hmm. especially in the snow. Yeah, it 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 got chilly at times when you aren't in the sun, but it wasn't bad. It was bluebird, bluebird, which helped a ton. Yeah, because the views when it's cloudy and crappy weather, motivation just <laughs> tanks. Yeah, uh, it's sometimes worth it, and sometimes you just wish you stayed home. But. Anyways, yesterday. (laughs) Like, the couch would be so much better right now. But yesterday was not the case. Yeah. I was like, gosh, I'm glad I said yes to this. And it was a little bit up north from where we are. Yeah. Two hours? Probably. I slept some of it. (laughs) Yeah. Had a chauffeur. And uh, it was about just just over 11 miles, just over 4,000 feet gain. Mm Mm-hmm. Up into snow. Yeah, those days too, to me, are fun because they're not, it's not training. I mean, it is in Yeah, a you're not worried way, about a time. Or... But you're not worried, yeah, not worried about a time, chill, fun. You're not trying to race anyone. I for sure, well, mm. you might be. <laughs> <laughs> I for oh. sure got at, Towards the end or even the mid-end, I just got into this good rhythm where I didn't feel like I was dying, but I was Mm -hmm. sort of keeping up, so that felt okay. Yeah. It feels good when you're not dying. It just got so pretty to where I just got, like, 
mountain drunk. Mm-hmm. It did get pretty. It was cool because it was fall below us. Mm-hmm. And then... Frosty you, on the way yeah. up fall. That's always cool. And then we went into the winter and mm-hmm. the winds that you forgot about. But yes. it was there, I promise. No, it, it was. Because my legs and butt got cold. <laughs> and that <laughs> is always the worst because you can't really... Yeah. heat that up well and that's one of the things I was wishing I would have brought which maybe can we can get into winter gear here in a little bit but the down skirts that I used to make fun of <laughs> so much when I moved up here I thought they were the stupidest thing I wish I had one to show you guys but it's basically just a down piece of fabric mm-hmm. it's basically like skirt. a puffy jacket but it's a skirt yeah it's so funny because yesterday I, I was like, I wish I had it because it just keeps your, like, there's still airflow, but it keeps your butt and thighs warm. Yeah, I, uh, so I never thought about you. that. But you weren't wearing a uh, waterproof layer, were you? No, just my hiking pants, which they dry out really fast, but they're not. But they're not, like, windproof or... I don't know. I w- wasn't like super cold. I also have holes in my pants. Because That's true. <laughs> but you have tape on them. So. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I can't keep a pair of pants without a hole for probably, if we go on a month, that's, that's good. Wow. I'm doing good. So what so you're saying something is snags you fall on or a rock or a, like, tree branch catches <laughs> on it. I don't know, but it happens. So, yeah, it's rough life. We go through gear. I think we go through gear. I don't know if you do, but I feel like I go through it pretty fast and you just get used to having to throw. I, no, I don't know. Sorry. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I was just about to say, I feel like sometimes I spend a lot of money, but I also don't want people to think that you have to spend money to do anything because you need a good pair of shoes but outside of that, you can generally be okay. But with but, some comfort, you might get rid of some comfort for sure. Yeah, I um, for sure starting out because you never know what you're going to want. Like any sport you get into, you don't want to buy the best, yeah. most expensive stuff because it might not be the kind of, I don't know, what you want exactly. Mm-hmm. So starting out and then figuring out, oh. I want a waterproof layer here, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I don't ruin my gear because I've dabbled in many different brands and many different things. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally now just getting to like a core group of layers and shoes and accessories that I cannot veer from. Right. So it's taken a long time. Last year I got my first pair of uh waterproof pant shells and that was such a game is that what you wore me. yesterday mm-hmm. okay super duper thin um they pack into pretty much nothing okay and so i take those uh spring and fall even if i'm not gonna wear them and then mittens yeah. for the first time i had my huge mittens on and i thought they were gonna be overkill and then i was so glad i had yeah. them it got down to what was it probably 30s Mm-hmm. And I don't know with the wind. Yeah, we started at like 34, and then we probably gained 
I don't know, about 35 probably. Yeah, I think about 35. And then the rest was dropping up and going back down. Right. So we wait. did drop some degrees. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, are we talking about vert? No, <laughs> altitude. Altitude we started. Oh, wait. I thought we were talking about temperature. <laughs> we are, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the drop or going up high, the change in the temperature. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Back on the same <laughs> Well, page. we started at a higher elevation than we normally ever start. Right. So it's a little bit chilly. Because yeah. on the drive, it was 40, and then it... Well, while you were sleeping, it was low 30s. Mm-hmm. Got up to 40s and then dropped back down to 30s. Yeah, uh, first time climbing in the 30s this year mm-hmm. for me. I don't know about you. I think so. We did one backpacking trip that it got pretty cold in the evening and then the morning was cold. But the sun, once the sun hit, it was totally mm-hmm. fine. So probably. And that was the trip that I thought to myself things are going to start slowing down a little bit in the hiking world (laughs) because I am a baby when it comes to, well, not a baby, but cold is something that I really have to regulate and figure out like how long I can be out for or how, yeah, how long I need to be out for or if I can't be out for too long or I probably won't backpack. (laughs) I'm probably not going to spend the night in the freezing cold. Some people do, but I can't. I would be so freezing, and I don't think I would be able to warm up, but someday. You do a really good job with your layers. It's just your feet and your... My feet and hands get really cold. Yeah, so this time, um, somebody told me a while back, if you keep your core really warm... I mean, I've struggled to the point that, and you know this, but I've struggled to the point where I've been in tears, my feet are cold, even mm-hmm. midsummer. I think I told you about uh, one of our trips we did. Super warm out, beautiful day, but we had to do a water crossing. That was fine, and I wasn't worried about it. But then my feet, they just slowly, slowly got colder, and I wasn't really paying attention, and then they just could not come back. And it was probably 50 degrees out. And I was just in tears (laughs) because I was so frustrated with my body. But anyway, so somebody told me a while back that if you heat your, almost overheat your core, that it can help your extremities just because you have, I don't know if that's scientific or not, but that you have warmer blood circulating or it's circulating faster. I don't, I don't know if it's a science, but that seemed to help yesterday, and I don't mm-hmm. know if it was that or the sun coming and going, but I was, yeah. I mean, I was sweating, but my feet got pretty cold at one point, and then I just put my puffy on, even though I didn't really feel like I needed it, but I put my puffy on and then started going uphill, so then you're just sweating, and it seemed to, my feet were soaking still from the snow, but it seemed to warm up. You toss hand warmers in your shoes, too. Yes, and that's something that I have to be really careful on. And everybody's different. So when we're talking about this, like what works for me isn't going to work for you. What works mm-hmm. for you is definitely not going <laughs> to work for me. Um, but the warmers, like yesterday my feet were just warm enough where I knew if I took them out into the wind and the cold, if I took my feet out of their shoe, <laughs> yeah, 
out of their shoes that they wouldn't be freezing, but sometimes I'm scared to even take my feet out because I know it's just gonna make it colder if it's super windy or really cold. Like 30's not terrible, it's still manageable, but well, so we're I not used to it too. The first strips are always way yeah. colder. Right, but I wouldn't always like take my feet out and put warmers in there just because mm -hmm. I don't want to risk them getting colder because sometimes like yesterday the warmers didn't really once my feet are so cold and then in the snow if they're not in there beforehand and getting friction and actually getting warm they don't work very well so I don't know if that makes sense but if mm -hmm. you start with them then they seem like even after trips I'll bring them in the house and then I notice they get really hot because they're surrounding it's you know it's a warmer environment but yeah. in the cold they don't seem to work s super well but if you start with them so yesterday was a hard trips like that are hard because it starts out you don't want to put them in there because yeah, it, you don't want to sweat and then the wind hits you and you freeze so that's always a tricky winter's tricky <laughs> it is yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, um, it, it's not that I do better in cold. I've just never really put the energy into staying warmer mm -hmm. until last year. Like I said, I got my first pair of waterproof pant shells, which made a huge difference, able to be out there in more wind, colder weather. Um, I have probably like five jackets that I've bought over the past year and a half. It's unhealthy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's great because um, for different weather things, whatever, I have options. Mm -hmm. And the mittens have made a huge difference because there were hikes we go on in the middle of winter. I'm like, yeah, it's 30 degrees. I don't really need gloves. And then I'm dying. <laughs> but luckily, you always have extra gloves. I always have five pairs. Yeah. So I'm just stealing gear from you the whole time. And yeah, kind of needed to change. So the only thing that I haven't switched up is my footwear. Okay. Um, I've always just done my vented summer shoes uh, with micro spikes. And my feet freeze. But... Um, most of the trips that I do in the winter is the same mountain. It's uphill, downhill, 3,000 feet, two and a half miles or so up. So it's short and it's... You know you'll get to safety. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. die of hypothermia, hopefully. And you're, you're pretty much dying the whole way up. So yeah. if you're going fast enough, you're not going to get super cold. But it gets hammered with wind in the winter and that's... That's really the biggest issue. I mean, you can be out there zero degrees on a bluebird day. If it's not windy, you're not feeling too bad. Right. Yeah, and here we have a little bit different of a challenge. Well, there's probably lots of places that don't get quite as much sun in the winter. But up here, that's something. Yesterday, we had so much sun, so yeah. that helped a lot. But had it been our, you know, our... Um, I don't know. When do we have the least amount of sun? November? December? Mm, December. Ended December. So had it been then, it maybe would have been a little bit colder or different. But this, yeah, when it's not windy, for sure, that helps a lot. Yeah. 
And then, I don't know about you, but as soon as my feet get wet and then if there is wind, not a good day. <laughs> yeah, yesterday wasn't too bad. We were able to manage it. What, it got up to 40 by the time we were done, so. Right. Or 50, I can't remember. But yeah, this year, bad. I'm going to, it scares me because you know how much I love my footwear. Switching it up. I'm going to try a Gore-Tex studded option. Still a Solomon. Still a Solomon because... <laughs> Don't be fooled. <laughs> I am loyal and um, unfortunately pretty much everything I wear is Solomon at this point. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. switch it up. Try some waterproof shoes, studded, because sometimes just having the micro spikes on your shoes collects snow. It gets stuck in there and it just makes them colder. Micro spikes too. I don't know. I've noticed this with crampons too, but micro spikes, anything that's metal, we'll tell it. So this is a micro spike. We'll show you. <laughs> we have props this time. Yeah. So it's kind of tangled, but there's little spikies. It's really awkward. It's yeah, tangled. it does look kind of awkward, but there's little spikes on the bottom. And you just stick it over your shoe or your boot or whatever you have. Um, and you don't slip as much. Yeah. It's not they're, um, they're amazing in uh, cold snow. Cold snow, patch snow. But they make my feet, That I guess that's to finish my sentence before, is anything metal, crampons, micro spikes, make my feet cold. Oh, really? And I don't know if... I don't know. Not all the time, but so these are super handy. Um, it's the Catula brand that holds up pretty well. The rubber breaks on it. I don't know. I occasionally, my... but they have a two year yeah. warranty. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. But the Catula brand is really good. And they also have, if you are more of a runner, a nano spike, which I also have. I actually really like that for winter running just to throw over any shoe, any of your favorite shoes mm -hmm. versus, but I'm curious how you'll like the studded Solomon this year. Maybe I'll break down and buy it, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm curious if you'll like that because I really like my nano spike for running, but I can put it on even a, uh, just a regular road runner shoe yeah. and it works great. So it's not like a big bulky trail shoe that I put it on. It, yeah, it makes your shoes usable and all year just, round. Right. Rather and, than getting a studded shoe, we're going to use it for, well, I guess, right. a decent amount of months up here. But Yeah, maybe not everywhere. But they are super nice. Packed snow, any icy snow. I mean, they're only so aggressive, so if you're doing anything really crazy, yeah, they're something else. But <laughs> More along the trail running category, mm -hmm. not really mountaineering. But yeah. But I, the nano spikes I loved for running. Like, they didn't... Because I tried running in those ones. I remember when you did that. That's... Yeah. But also... Landing on this platform. <laughs> that's brutal. But also, the trails up here uh, do not... They don't clear off roads or sidewalks very well up here. Where other states, I think they do a better job of it. And so, I mean, they try their best up here. We love them, <laughs> but they're definitely, they definitely stay icy. So you need something, um, where other people may be able just to get a run on the sidewalk. But on the flip side, 
everyone is so active up here in the winter still. So all of the mountain trails, it'll snow overnight. And then Mm -hmm. by afternoon, the trails are packed back in. Mm -hmm. So the people that go out there at five in the morning. Yeah. Middle of winter. And those trails, I... I at least feel that they're a little easier to prepare for because you know they're packed down. So you need a wind layer, gloves, hat, hat, you know, all the basic things. But once you get off, you know, trails that aren't as packed down, that's where the nightmare hits. Oh, yeah. Of post hooling. Or even in the springtime. Once the snow softens up (laughs) on the pack trails, now you're post hooling. Up to up to your hip, probably. Yeah, it's brutal. Which one did we do? And you were determined to wear shorts, and we came back, and you're like post holing through. When you're post holing through already packed trails, it's like you poke through, and then it's just crusty ice. So yeah. your legs just get so cut up. I think was that blueberry knoll. It's it not very high, but oh my gosh, <laughs> brutal. Yeah, struggle. I. I definitely always jump the gun on wearing shorts in the springtime. It's it's an optimism thing. It's not a real... It makes you feel good about life, for sure. Yeah. Get excited. Mm-hmm. So, um, but maybe this spring I won't do that because I'm tired of bruised and <laughs> bloody shins throughout the springtime. Uh, just have to do hill repeats on the packed trails. Yeah. Just don't go past that. I don't know. Yeah, there's always a little spot where you can get find somewhere windblown. Mm-hmm. Or oh my god. Sorry, there's lots of little flies around. They're trying to come inside. I guess it's getting cold out. Let's see. Oh, what else? This is the. Do you use a buff at all, or like a Um, farmer? Yeah, I do. You have one. If you want to start running or doing anything in the cold, this is so versatile. You can mm-hmm. stick it over your neck. You can make it into a hat. You can throw it into a headband. It's a mask. Um, yeah, a mask, especially now. And then we were talking, too, about how to keep water before we started this, how to keep water yeah. warm in the winter because sometimes... Um, if you have a soft flask or a bladder, they'll freeze or the hose will freeze up. Uh, yeah. Or the water is just too cold. <laughs> I haven't used bladders in years because these the things are so much nicer. And speaking yeah. of being lazy, uh, that's really <laughs> honestly why I moved away from bladders is not only can the hose freeze in the winter, but it's just harder to pull water out of them. Yeah. Because they're on your back. And soft flasks sit in the pockets just right in the front of hydration packs. So it's a lot easier to get water out of. Mm-hmm. If it does freeze up, you can melt it out really fast. Just It's mm-hmm. just the mouthpiece. Typically. Yeah, I have noticed sometimes the lid underneath, too, will get just like this top one. Like underneath will get frozen, so I'll just have to take it off and either pick out the ice or something. Yeah. But it's Eat a lot easier. Um, and I think I switched to the soft flask when I got a running vest 
um, because, yeah, they just sit in your pockets. And it's so funny. And we're, we're brain mashing right now. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we are, but just, yeah. My Solomon ones broke or got gross or something or I lost them. Probably lost them. That seems more realistic. <laughs> no, um, no. But I, I'll stop playing with that. <laughs> I switched to the soft flask when I got one of these and I kind of made fun. I don't know if I made fun of a running vest, but it's funny how you're just like, what? Like those people yeah. are crazy. But especially these Solomon ones, everybody who wants a running vest, just spend the money and go with Solomon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow at first. That's why I did not buy one. It's like the for price a of a big hiking backpack. Like a 50 liter pack. It's so frustrating. Not if you get it on eBay. True. Oh, that's true. There <laughs> but, are places you can get them yeah. cheaper. And or older Ariane models. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is last model. year's generation. Is or the year year's? prior. I think it's probably two years. Yeah. yeah. This gross. is an old generation. You might be able to find it on sale. It's incredible. It has this huge pouch back here. Mm-hmm. The huge zipper pouch. It does accept a bladder. I've never tried a bladder in there. I don't thing that's because they suck <laughs> zippers Weird, everywhere yeah. whistles pockets absolutely everywhere i put soft glass here bear mace here mm-hmm. nutrition up front whatever these little side pockets there's pockets everywhere and it's funny things. too i try not to load this down too much and especially in the winter um i will go towards a little bit bigger of a bag this is really nasty so don't look too hard <laughs> just I'll go, toss it up there real quick yeah i'll go to a little bit bigger of a bag in the winter just so i can hold more layers and i'm always nervous when i pack this one down that i'm gonna rip it or something but i have put a lot it's of... impressive yeah it's impressive oh because you can probably fit a jacket a light jacket in here i mean you can fit quite a bit in there so they're nice, but... And they do not move around. No. So I think... Th- and that's what I've heard, too, about other vests is that they move around and maybe chafe a little more than I've never had an issue with this one. They do make your back really warm. Which is... Sweaty. Yeah. That's the other thing in winter. No matter how short mm-hmm. my run's going to be, I wear it just as an extra layer. Oh, because it keeps you warm. And mm-hmm. we're... That the only time that frustrates me is it gets so warm you sweat and then if it gets cold or if you have to take your bag off for a second you freeze but yeah it's manageable. I mean yeah. But I definitely switched to the soft flask because of that bag and it was so easy to drink and I don't I don't know about anybody else but the bladders have such a plasticky taste to me and though the soft flasks do a little bit but not near as much as the bladders Mm -hmm. so i actually drink way more water with the soft flask versus a bladder just because one it's even though a bladder is really accessible too with the hose it's just even more accessible i don't know yeah good option and i'll even take those even if i don't have pockets up front because they're light, the material's light. So once you're done with the water, it just collapses. Yeah. yeah, that is the best part. So that's super nice. Yeah, we'll never go back. That's one of those things. <sighs> yeah, we ruined ourselves. So maybe yeah. don't buy a pack quite yet. <laughs> just kidding. You gotta do go it. through do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went through the crappy packs that just bounce around and 
Mm-hmm. Nothing works, and there's no pockets accessible while you're out. Right. Or this one. I I don't have to take it off unless I'm taking my jacket off to right. access anything that I need. So, yeah. for me, being lazy, it's great. Super great. Oh, goodness. Let's show you a picture of our trip. This, oh, yeah. We forgot to bring that up. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it still makes me happy. Yeah. What a was, day. That was pretty cool. So those were kind of the conditions that we were in. You can see that. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't winter below us, but up above. What was the... I don't even know what the peaks were at that elevation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone else knows that. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what we gained. Yeah, yeah. I know how far we went. Yeah. And I know that we were above snow line for over half of it, I'd say. so. Yeah, There's... probably. And those conditions are always so hard for me because the first half, and this can segue into what we're going to try out this winter. You kind of shared yours already. But that's those conditions are so hard for me to figure out because the first half, you're like, all oh, fine and dandy. And then all of a sudden, you get to winter. And so <laughs> it's always a fun when winter first rolls around in the mountains. It's always kind of a fun, like, getting back into the hang of what works, what doesn't work, what didn't work last time, what's going to work this time. Relearning the lessons. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you're going to try out new shoes, you I'm going to, for the first time, try waterproof studded shoes. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I am very curious. We're going to have to talk about that again and whether you like them or not, especially waterproof because... Mm -hmm. I'm super picky about shoes. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This. Oh, I wish I had... Oh. This mm -hmm. isn't awkward. Okay. <laughs> this has been my shoe for the past, I think, three summers. A few hairs. Not this specific one. This is Teresa's. But <laughs> this generation, the next generation, and the current generation. And I love them because they're the first shoes I've worn without losing toenails. Oh. Solomon, another shout out. <laughs> yes. They just do a really good job of locking your foot in your shoe. The way that they shape it, it doesn't allow for a lot of excess movement. Not a lot of cushion, so if you like cushion, they have... Well, this is the S-Lab Sense SG. Um, this is the 6. They're on to the 8 now. Um, yeah, not a lot of cushion. They do have more cushion options. Yeah. Super light. Like, the, I don't know. Do top elite runners use those for really long races? Mm-hmm. Do they? Okay. Well, I think up to, like, 30 kilometers. Okay. But they're also gaining a lot more, too. The races are gaining between, like, 6,000 and 9,000 feet in right. 30 kilometers. So, yeah. I, well, I mean, and they're all freaks in nature, so. They are. Yeah. <laughs> but really. those are super lightweight, nice shoes. But I'm curious with the Gore-Tex if you'll like that, just because I know I dabbled with that when I first got up here, and it's kind of nice. And maybe it'll be better in the winter. It's kind of nice, but then at the same time, once water gets in, it's it's well, yeah. It's not gonna. It might go. Some of it's gonna go out. You're not gonna be sitting in a puddle, but it's not gonna dry out as fast as a. 
But that's the other thing that I do that you do not is I wear gaiters every Mm. single time I go out. Just like little little ankle gaiters of the Solomon brand. And yeah, so I don't really get as much in my shoe. Basically what I get in my shoe in the past has just been because it's always been a vented or mesh or ripstop material. It just does not Mm -hmm. keep the water out. So I'm curious to see how that combo goes. Yeah. Because I get asked about that situation. Your and uh, Yeah, someday I'll just give it a give it a go, but it's worth it. There's I, I don't When's know. the last time you had to take rocks out of your shoes? Last trip? I didn't last one, but I had rocks in my shoes. But part of that too is I always get holes in the side of my shoes. So they're going to get in no matter what. I mean, you're probably right. But <laughs> I'm telling you. some of our trips, too, like, when it, there's so much scree, I'm just like, it's not going to do anything. So, I don't know. It does, though. It, yeah. Um, I'm just not. It's not my favorite. I, I don't know. The other thing, too, is because I'll wear really long, like, snow gaiters in the winter for some of our bigger trips that will go over boots and... What has actually happened with me is they'll trap snow in there. So it makes it much, for me, it's just not my thing. But there is definitely a benefit to it. Um, We love winter because we've been rambling for 37 minutes now. Dang. Yeah. Wow. So uh, we haven't even discussed our, our new weekly challenges. No. We had a lot to get through really fast. We do have a lot to get through. Mine is probably the same as last. Just, I here's my idea, at least for right now, with the weekly challenge is to keep them really simple so I can keep stacking. So yeah. last week's will still remain in effect for now. Oh, we'll see for how many now. we can stack. For now. But with winter, on the theme of winter... Mine is going to be to start taking vitamin D again because we get no sunlight up here and I know it's really important. So that's going to be mine just to add on and I'm curious how that will, because I get really tired in the winter because it's so dark and there are days that I would rather be lazy. So I'm just, that's going to be mine. That's a good one because honestly that's one of the hardest things for me. I'll get like two days into taking vitamins. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. done. But I also, you know, maybe that'll be two part, two part, two part weekly challenge because um, I really need to move back into doing some form of core routine. So mm. not to because I still have to do my intervals and stuff because I still have my six minute mile challenge and it might take me like I said a year might be. A little on the short estimate side. We'll see how long it takes me. So I still got that. And um, I also need to start working on strength a little bit. But core. Because my core has just been wrecked from, I don't know if it's a mixture of doing speed work and hockey. But mm. how many times a week is it good for core? Like two, three, three? I don't know. I do three strength ones, but I never do the same things. No, I actually do because I do progressive overload training. So it's the same, but I might increase weight a little bit. So I keep it pretty similar, but the core um, is just included mm. 
Because I'm lifting, a, I'm not lifting anything heavy. That's, <laughs> that's just be real. But because I'm lifting a little heavier than I ever have before, there's core work in all of that. But I would say, I mean, to start, I don't know. Just try two times. Maybe okay, two next times. Week we'll start three. We'll start with two. But that's true because if it's already wrecked and then I try. Okay, so yeah. two but times a week. But it doesn't have to be long either. I mean. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> even <laughs> 10 minutes of just the same. Um, someone we both work with, we were talking about core exercises. And she just does, I think it was just 10 different moves. And she did them for a minute each and just timed herself and went through it. I'll have to talk to her. Fast. Yeah. And then uh, the other one, since you brought up a good idea with like vitamins, nutrition, I'm going to start eating breakfast. Mm, because ooh, I'm excited to see how that goes. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I hate, breakfast. I am not a breakfast person. Mm. I, I ate yogurt this morning, which was the first time I've had breakfast in a month and a half. <laughs> so, Dang. yeah, um, gonna get breakfast gonna get it this week all right all right breakfast it is breakfast it is what a good what a good second podcast yeah so you can find us at on instagram on instagram at mediocre athletes club and i had to look down to remember this is still new people and so please give us some love. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube channel because it's only going to get better from here. Let's just be yeah. Let's be real. Every it's week get we'll better. Just get it's going to get so good. We'll we'll get funny too at some point. So insta- <laughs> working on it. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, please subscribe. And we're also on Spotify and almost on Apple Podcasts. We're on Anchor too, and there's a bunch of other random ones. But I don't think anybody listens on them. No. So eventually Apple, it just takes some time. Eventually it'll be really fast. But to start, it's, I don't know what their we'll deal is. Well, yeah, we'll get there. But thanks for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find the stop button. <laughs>